Gen Divide is the best podcast on the planet. Just sit back and relax. Enjoy it, dang it. Gen Divide, such a cool idea um, to have grandfather and granddaughter doing a podcast. I'll have to check it out. Welcome to the 43rd episode of Gen Divide. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your other host, Scott. We are joined today by Casey Keener. Round of applause. I can hear all of our listeners (laughs) applauding through the phone (laughs) right now. Or maybe booze. (laughs) No, no booze, no booze. Um, Our main topic today is youth sports, but we also mainly have a lot of questions about when you were in high school and that time. So we can start with what year did you graduate from high school and where from? I graduated from high school in 1992 from Bridgeport High School. Right here yep. in Bridgeport, Texas. The Just like I'm about city. to do. Bridgeport sissies. <laughs> Great. That's not very long. That's <laughs> I know. Were, um, were they sissies, sissies the entire yes. time you were there? I was always a sissy. What? I was never a lady boy. Oh, what year was that? Uh, that was, I'm going to throw Stephanie McComas McElroy under the bus. I'm pretty sure that was her years. Her senior year? Oh, it was later. 97-ish? Six, seven, somewhere in there, yes. So it was later. Yeah. Okay. I always thought that was like back in the 80s. No, that that was, no, no. You know, we were the sissies because the bulls were the bullies. Yes. Um, Explain this to everyone, because not all of our (laughs) listeners are in Bridgeport. When we look at our stats, we've got got listeners in Germany, we've got listeners in the Northeast. You are so popular. Well, I don't know about that, but there's, for some reason, we got a guy in Germany that's really into us. At least on Shady Oaks, you are really popular. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, No, we were the sissies the whole time I was in school. I was never a lady bull. Um, They're the sissies. We are the sissies because in the good night, I don't know what time period that had been, 40s, 50s, they were the bullies. And so I guess the natural jump was the sissies. And so when they changed, I don't know what year that was, from the bullies to just the bulls, we stayed the sissies. Were they changed from the bullies way before? Way before it, it bullying was, was a thing. Yeah, way before that quote quote bullying was a thing. Okay. Yeah. I wondered. So we're ahead of the game. We in are. Terms we are of so proactive. Yes, we are. <laughs> awesome. What were you into in high school? Um, basketball, track. Um, I cheered. I was a cheerleader. Um, hanging out with my friends. Um, I have to say, after listening to all y'all's music stuff, I was not the music guru that y'all were at those ages in school. I mean, I think I listened to music, oh, but not... This doesn't bode well for the trivia later. <laughs> no. Shoot, is it country? <laughs> if it's country, I might could get it. I don't know. I'm going to answer Garth know. Brooks to every question. <laughs> um, let's see. Hanging out with friends, talking on the phone, the home phone not yes. the cell phone, yes. the landline, um, plugged to a wall, um, and uh, I guess that's about it. I should say studying and stuff like that, right? But I didn't yeah. study a whole lot in high school. <laughs> yeah. so. For the sake of Me where either. we're going here in just a minute then, uh, did you play other sports as a youngster? I did. I um, And quit those at high school, I guess? I did. Like I played softball. I don't think I ever – I can't remember playing soccer. Um, I know they had youth soccer back in the old days then. 
I played a lot of softball. Oh, yeah. Um, we did not start youth basketball. Uh, my first year was a sixth grader, was the first option to play basketball back in those days. So we didn't have the peewee levels of peewee play like they do. You can start basketball in kindergarten now. Yes. Um, which is, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, well, you're going to have to say something. Uh, I probably do have something to say about that. For later. Um, uh. But softball, I played a lot of softball. We were the Cardinals. And we dominated in Bridgeport, Texas. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Brenda Phillips was our coach. We used to ride to Sonic in the back of a pickup, Grace, mm-hmm. after the softball games, because Sonic sponsored us, and then we got a free drink after we won our softball oh, games. Nice. From oh, nice. We played peewee at the current Bridgeport High School softball field, was the peewee softball field when I came through. And we'd play there, and we'd ride in the back of somebody's pickup all the way to Sonic, um, and not get pulled over and ticketed because it was okay back then. <laughs> Just throw them in the back of the truck. <laughs> Go get us a Sonic oh, drink. Great. That was not my experience. We did not get a Sonic drink. And that's the only reason she's not playing softball oh, today. Yeah. She would have stuck you with it. You would have stayed with it if you would have got a Sonic drink. If only I yeah. had known. <laughs> Whatever. You probably got something amazing after every game. No. Ink and no. Stitch, I bet, was your sponsor. Yeah. Maybe you should have got a T-shirt yeah. or, a or something like or that. Something, a little bit. <laughs> snow cone. I've been getting T-shirts my <laughs> whole life. Every week, it's just five new ones dumped into my drawer. Yes. At least there's We're always a clean one to wear, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> plug right. for Ink and Stitch. Yes, a little plug. Um, all right. So into sports, it sounds like uh, not as much into music. Never musical in terms of instruments, singing. Um, the singing, choir. no, no. That would be a definite. No. You were never forced to be in some sort of <laughs> middle was, school play where I, you had a. Mm, they didn't have theater in middle school when I came through. Yeah. My seventh grade year, I tried out band, which mm-hmm. um, Amy Hyler, Amy was a very good band student. Um, I tried the clarinet, and I can remember having to play out in the backyard to do my practicing to try out for different chairs, because you know how you try out for Mm -hmm. first chair or whatever. I got relegated to the backyard because I was not very good (laughs) to do my practicing, and I tried that my seventh grade year, and I disliked it so much that my eighth grade year, I took shop with Mr. Hill, VM Hill, taught a shop class in middle school, and I learned how to make stuff um, on all the woodworking stuff. I made a paper towel rack. Nice. Um, learned how to tear down an engine. Don't Whoa. remember a thing about <laughs> it. Don't remember a thing about it, but I loved shop. I like yes. that a whole lot better than band. Is that what won Brian over? Uh, Brian so was not shop. in Bridgeport, Texas at that time. He wasn't? No. Okay. He would have been in Boyd, Texas at that yes. time. Good thing so he moved we away. should mention that mm-hmm. Casey, if you didn't put the last names together or if you don't know them both, she is the wife of Brian Keener who was with on, on with us a few weeks ago. He was the one uh, that helped us review Guns N' Roses. He's definitely your music mm-hmm. buff. Yes. So... Um, Let's get to that thing, because y'all were high school sweethearts We then, were, right? yes. Started dating when I was a junior and he was a senior, the summer before those years. Yeah. Dated all through high school, all through college, all through me going to PT school, him moving off to work, and after nine short years, then we got married. Nice. And you're still dating today. <laughs> we're is what still dating today. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's yes. the way to do it. He says it's only been like five minutes. Yes. Underwater. Nice. Well, um, from right here in Bridgeport, Texas, uh, Daisy the dog, Mikeless Daisy. I don't think that's coming through so on the mic, loud. so right. No, I can hear it in my headphones. Daisy is our eight pound, nine pound, probably eleven pound now because she's packing on some weight. Uh, Shih Tzu. 
that <laughs> snores at volume 100 all the time. <laughs> that Scott right had to have. Let's throw you under the bus. Because no. who wanted the you? Shih Tzu, Grace? Was it you or was it your well, dad? Grace it was my birthday present. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted a dog. But we all agree we wouldn't have picked this one now, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't specify that I wanted a snoring dog. Yes. Well, she didn't do this till recently. It's the, it's the age thing. She's gaining weight, yeah. which I think so. She's her sleep apnea. Nasal passage is closing, basically, and then <laughs> allergies, too. Somehow she's really mm. allergic to mm. everything. I Maybe think. she's allergic to me since she's right at my feet. Yeah. Um, awesome. So let's see. Any other questions you have for Grace going back to um, high school? One of our favorite topics is fashion and clothing. So. Give us a brief rundown. What are the, some of the most memorable things that you were wearing or the people around you were wearing during high school? Well, I have to say I have listened to Shelly's podcast when she got to do the mm, 80s, yes. and she was pretty much spot on with all that. The rolled jeans and kids, I can remember very vividly, and how bad everybody's feet stank because oh. you wore your kids <laughs> without socks. Without socks. Um, yeah. And so everybody had some stinky feet. Um, mm. That fad, let's see, I would... Back younger than that, I remember the Michael Jackson kind of jacket and parachute pants was popular. Um, Zumbas, no, Zubas. Zubas. Zubas Zubas were popular at one time. Big hair. You can't look Mm -hmm. back at a picture of me in the annual or any of my school pictures, and my hair was huge. And it would look like that after a four quarters of a basketball game. It would also, still be big. Still be big. So what was <laughs> my the, bangs never what fell? What was the hairspray of choice for you? Aquanet. Aquanet. Yes. yes me yeah. too. Yeah. You Every too. once in a while, I'd sprinkle in white rain. I don't Do you know. Remember I, white I, rain? I remember white rain, but I don't know that I, I ever used white rain. I think they were both like one dollar or less. Maybe. Oh, cheap. It, it may have been like the cheaper five the for better. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. That, that high dollar stuff didn't work, and plus you went through so much of it. Yes. That, that would have been expensive. You were just. Spraying glue in your hair at that yes. point is what it seemed like. But I used to, uh, there was two or three years where I took the front of my hair back when I had more hair in the front, and I just went straight up with it, mm. almost like built a little mini wall. Yeah. I don't know what that was if I was worried <laughs> well, I wasn't That's pretty much how the girl's what. hair, I mean, yes. our bangs were straight bangs. up. The bigger and the higher you could get them, the better. Was the, uh, for guys... And we haven't asked any of the guys, I don't think, this yet, but was Sideburns a player quite yet? I don't remember Sideburns. I remember the Cowboy Perm. Yeah. Brian Keener had that. Oh, that's the perm in the back. That's the perm in the back. I wanted to do that recently. I grew my hair way out just for the Cowboy Perm. Yes. Um, That was after the mullet. After the mullet, um, the guys wore the mullet, and then after that, it was the Cowboy Perm. So it was still short on top, but it was longer in the back. And then, like, Pam, Brian's mom, gave him a perm. Perm. Nice. It was awful. Did he have to Looking put rollers back. in there? And oh yeah. Stuff? Oh yeah. yeah. He sat with all the stinky stuff. Oh yeah. gosh. Cowboy perm with it's, the Wranglers and the. I boots. don't think I've ever seen a picture of Brian with a cowboy. Oh my perm. gosh! I can find. Man, you I one. really was really Lady close. One. Candace uh, was going to do this for yes. me, and I grew it out. And the timing didn't work last year because I would have ended up getting my cowboy perm like in May. And the only thing I really have to do all year, barring a wedding or funeral, is graduation. graduation. <laughs> and I have to go stand in front of all these wonderful parents that have got their seniors walking across the stage and help with that. And, and I you thought, get your picture made with them yes, with your cowboy perm. There's no you way I was going to do that. Perm? No. Grace, he could do that for your graduation this year for all Wait, the people. I, just, I think you should. I, I think we should do some sort of gender divide thing. We'll do a goal. Yeah. If 
everyone can get us to the goal, then you will have the cowboy prayer. Oh, I like it. Yes. I like it. I could do it this year. Maybe. I don't know, though. I've only got like three months to get enough growth. That <laughs> oh, was the no. thing, too, because Candace was like, look, it's got to be basically to your shoulder blades oh, yeah. to permit. Yeah. You've got to have and enough to roll so around I that roller. I let it go quite a while, and it was just getting nasty, too, but whatever. Yeah. Um, the, the yeah, the roll jeans was a big player. I'm wondering when the sideburns came in. It, you must I, have just missed I, it. I think, yeah, I was probably I'm in pretty college. sure it was a 90210 is why, what drove that. Yes, Luke Perry Luke and Perry Jason and Priestley. Yes, and, yeah. Um, so you must have just missed that because I feel one, like it was around that time. Like that was, I was a yeah. sophomore That It was probably my freshman year of college when the really big 90210 was yes, coming around. yeah. 93, 94, When maybe. did you, and, and um, we didn't mention this, but you're a physical therapist now. I'm a physical when therapist. When did you know you wanted to be a physical therapist? Actually in high school. I, and I think that stems from um, as much as I love sports and still love sports, I wanted to do something that involved exercise, staying active, helping people. And at the time I had injuries, nothing career ending or no ACLs or anything like that, like you see in today's basketball world. But um, I had to do some therapy and, and really enjoyed that, um, getting to see what that in, involved. And so I knew I wanted to be a physical therapist before I graduated from high school. Was there a therapist trainer like at the school or did you have no, to go to the hospital? Um, we, one of our, uh, my head coach, Coach Stein, um, he was our trainer. We didn't have, like, like today, you have yeah. the tr- multiple. You don't just have one trainer. There's two trainers at the school, mm-hmm. Coach Mann and then... Oh, she's new, and I can't remember her name. Is it Smith? Coach Smith? Don't Don't give me a line. I just put her name on a shirt, but I've forgotten already. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they have the two trainers at the school now. Back in the old days, one of just her coaches were your trainer. So Mm -hmm. Coach Stein um, taped my ankles before every practice, every game. Um, If we had any injuries and we had to go to the training room, if you can picture the old steel whirlpool tub, they would fill that up with ice, and that's Mm -hmm. how you had to get – get in and yeah. ice up or the old oh, East yeah. machines. They were the old pads. And it's a wonder we all didn't get electrocuted because you had to wet them and put the electrodes on um, the East machine. It's, it's a wonder we didn't get electrocuted. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> because there was no, there was no trainer or anything. No, they just no. weren't, they didn't have done like it before. What's so the worst be that fine. could happen yeah. is what they're thinking. Be fine. Yeah. Put them in the water, put a little electricity along with it. It'll be yeah. fine. It's probably a new treatment. No, but Coach Stein was a, a great coach and a, and a nice man and very nice man and he did a great job in keeping us all well. Yes. Well, that and so would you say then, like that's what stemmed it then? That and just multiple ankle injuries yeah. and having to always seem like I was having to rehab that. Um, and I don't even remember there being a physical therapist in town at the. I know there wasn't in Bridgeport. I'm sure there was at the hospital at the time. I can remember having to go to the Metroplex to a physical therapist after one of my ankle injuries. And so that's probably what drove it. Um, and wanting to stay something that had sports related. Sure. Um, having said that, I have totally moved out of that area. And now my population is geriatrics. But yeah. I, I still love what I do. So um, started out wanting to stay in the sports medicine, but really evolved into the geriatrics. So, But I did know what I wanted to do. And I don't think that's normal. I don't think most kids at a 17, 18-year-old know what they want to do. Grace, do you know no, what you want to I be? I certainly don't. I'm no. about to say that. I'm not there. I don't either. But <laughs> you don't want to, you don't know what you want to be I when you grow up. I still don't know what I want to be. <laughs> still don't know. Oh. Tyler I definitely mean. does not know either. Yeah, and I think that's okay. Yes. I think it's mm-hmm. fine. I think they'll figure it out. Um the uh, did you ever doubt it? 
doubt that I wanted to be that. Yeah. Yes. In college, did you ever second not, guess? Uh, think? Not college. I would say PT school. I, there's a funny story that um, I graduated from Midwestern in Wichita Falls in 1996, and two weeks later, I had to be out at uh, Lubbock to Texas Tech to start physical therapy school. And I didn't want to waste time because I had a boyfriend that I needed to spend all this time with. <laughs> I didn't want to waste time to go find an apartment. So I stayed in a dorm out at Tech. And I, I mentioned earlier, I didn't study a whole lot in high school. And, and I studied some in college, but I, I, I'd never been in a class that was so difficult, like the first class of PT school. It was gross anatomy. So we dissected a cadaver. That was the lab part. And then you yeah. had the class part, right? I would call home from that dorm room, probably if not every night, every other night, to my mom and say, I can't do this. It's so hard. I'm going to come home and work at Dairy Queen. Um, and she'd say, now, Casey, this is what you want to do. You can do it. She was a big big cheerleader, big supporter. Um, and then I'd hang up and I'd call Brian and he'd say, oh, Casey, just quit. We can go ahead and get married. And I'd say, no, this is what I want to do. Um, anyway, long story longer, the day I graduated three years later in 1999 with my master's in physical therapy, I get an envelope from my parents. And I know it's not full of money because they funded my college career. Um, and my dad had sent my mother to Dairy Queen and she had gotten an application to Dairy Queen. And so that's what they gave me the day I graduated with my degree is an application to Dairy Queen. <laughs> and my dad said, do you want to go work at Dairy Queen now? Not that there's anything wrong with working at Dairy Queen, but I said, nope, I believe now I'll be a physical therapist because that's what I've worked for. So yeah. Nice. There was definitely doubts. It was very difficult. And when you first started, were you doing more of the athlete side of it younger or did you pretty much jump right into kind no, of what you're doing? No, I did now, outpatient. I didn't I didn't do um, just sports related, but it wasn't home health. I, I worked outpatient in some rehab hospital yeah. um, before I went strictly home health. Okay. So there was some sports related in there in the early years. Yeah. Awesome. Well, now we've got your uh, your life story. The, yeah. the other thing I think <laughs> uh, to mention here yeah. would be you are the the baby like me. And I similar am. to me too, right? We've got a lot of gap between us and our Big siblings. Big gap between so our I've siblings. Got nine and seven. My sister was nine. My brother is seven. I've and got yours, twelve and nine. My oof. brother's twelve, and my sister's nine. You're one of the few people I know that have a bigger yeah. gap from our siblings. Pretty than sure me. I was the oops, although my mother swore yeah. that I was not. I've said this before on the podcast, but my brother and sister would call me the accident. Yes. And my mom would call me the surprise. Yeah. Or my sister would tell me there's two different things. She either told me that they got me from the zoo. She really wanted a monkey. Yeah. One of those, what are the uh, little monkeys oh. that are like spider monkeys? She wanted a spider monkey. Yeah. And so she would tell me that they got me at the zoo. Um, was one of the things that would probably make me cry. And the other thing that would make me cry when I was little is that she found me on the side of the road. That's what oh they would gosh. tell me. Yeah. Now, not Kyle. Kyle was a lot sweeter. Yeah. Not Kayla. Kayla was... <laughs> I think I think there's a little of that between you and your siblings, too. Uh, yeah, there's not a little bit. Uh, do you not as much. Not You don't thing. tell Maddie not you found zoo. her on the side of the road, do you? Poor Maddie. Similar things, though. Similar. I mean, similar things. Very similar. Because <laughs> what's the age similar. difference yeah. between you and Maddie? Uh, Seven years. Seven years. Okay, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and both siblings also weigh into sports, right? I don't know a whole lot about Kayla. I don't Obviously, think Kyle's Kyle into sports was. at all. Yeah. <laughs> so older yes. brother Kyle. Older brother Kyle. TCU, Kyle Clifton. Played a long career in the NFL. Graduated from Bridgeport. Went to TCU. Played 13 years for the New York Jets. Nice. And then Kayla, Kayla equally played, into yes, it though, Yes, very right? much so. Yeah, played yeah. basketball, <laughs> ran track, didn't like it. Um, <laughs> basketball's her deal too. Very, yeah. very sports-minded. Awesome. Um, and where do you think that came from? You know, mom was a pretty good athlete. She played basketball and cheered. Um, I don't know that there was obviously in her time period, there was not as many girls sports options. Um, you know, now there's more options available to girls, even more so than what, again, the difference in what you have to Mm -hmm. offer and what I had to offer. We didn't have softball. There was no volleyball when I came through Bridgeport. And, and there was even less when she came through. She was a really good athlete. And my dad is really athletic, but he never had um, a lot of time to pursue those sports because um, he has some really great stories about um, he got pulled out of school and had to go on the combine um, for the cotton fields with his family. And so oh, there wow. were a lot of times where he wasn't in school much at all or would bounce from school to school. And so he didn't have a lot of time to play sports. But yeah. Kyle probably set the tone, I would say, for I, – I can't, I can't answer for Kayla, but for me, I didn't know any different. Um, I was drug – I mean, obviously, Kyle's 12, so he's sure, already sure. in the mix of big-time sports because you played everything back then. He played yeah. baseball, basketball, ran track. Um, what am I forgetting? Football, obviously. Um, so I didn't know any different than being at a sporting event yeah. um, at, at age zero probably. So you were just kind of angled that way. Yeah, I think so. I, and I always think that too, you kind of wonder, uh, with siblings in that situation, it's almost like, um, you see the acknowledgement from parents as a baby or young child, you see the acknowledgement or the reaction from your parents from something that your older siblings are doing. Right. And you know, this is how I get that. You know, positive and, reinforcement. Yes, yeah. exactly. And not that you and wouldn't not, have got that right. in anything you went into. Right, and that's though. what that's I was going to say. I don't thing. think it could have been band or theater or anything. And I think I, I think kids need to be involved. And this could sure. be a whole different story in something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I think for, from my perspective, from my parents, they were not only good about being at our sporting events, but if we were getting an award in school for band, or that didn't last long, but... Um, <laughs> But you All got an award. Or, or, so, no, you didn't know. You didn't get awards for oh, everything yes. back in those days. Yes. Another difference. Um, but yeah, it, whether it was getting the All A award or whatever awards, they were always present. So I'm very thankful that I had those yes. parents. Um, and then, I, you know, the other thing I'd say, kind of in just talking about um, this and kind of your early sports days, is, and obviously you can see it with Kayla in the stands now with you in the stands now as well as parents um and then obviously for another sibling to have gone into a professional arena and and had success for that long of a time all of you are really competitive obviously and where do you think that i mean is in your mind is that agent is that a nurture or nature do you think that's something that was genetically is in you because of your mom and dad and your ancestors or whatever or do you feel like that's something that you were kind of geared towards as a kid to... You know, I I don't know that I have a good answer for that because since I was involved and didn't know any different than going to sporting events, I mean, I, I was around it from day one, um, and we are all competitive. 
um, which is not always a good, th- <laughs> not always a good thing. Um, but I would probably say a little bit of both. I, I think if the drive is there, I think I think that's eighty percent of the battle. Um, you got to have the drive to get better, to want to practice, to be that athletic individual. Um, and even if you're born with some of those talents or it's innate, that competitiveness, it doesn't always translate. I think not only do you have to have the competitive competitiveness, but you have to have the drive to do something with it. Sure, sure. Makes sense. Um, I've always kind of thought there's got to be the genetics there. And then it also yeah. has to be fostered. Yeah. But I do think that you tend to see that happen, I feel like. And again, maybe it's all... Well, and I think it makes a difference, too, on what are you number one. I say that, but look at Kyle. He was the professional athlete. I think knowing and and watching your siblings play sports, I mean, I think that translates to you wanting to be in those sports and following along in their footsteps. Sure, sure. And going for the throat at all times, right? (laughs) I'm kidding. At least on the the court, yes. Yes. You can be friends off the court, not, not on a, the court. Not as a forty-year-old on the softball fields not anymore. A, yeah, no. or in the or in the CrossFit gym. I've had to give some of that competitive competitiveness up. I that's won't lie. A good, that's a good thing to bring up, though. Before we get to kind of more of the youth stuff, is uh, you do CrossFit now. We talked about that a few weeks ago on a, on a mm-hmm. podcast. But does that ever creep back in at all? Is there ever a moment when you're kind of looking across the gym at someone and you just want to beat them at it? And you can be honest; they don't listen. <laughs> no, I really, I think I have, I have checked that in my life because um, at at forty some odd years old, forty seven, I'm there for the longevity of being able to work out and enjoy still being able to move at the ages of eighty and eighty five, ninety, one hundred, whatever. So I think, no, never. No, now get me on the basketball court. Yeah, I've seen um, that too. I've seen that too. Yeah, and it still comes out. Yeah. And, and probably in some other areas of my life. But as far as working out, no, I, I kind of know the limits of what my body will do anymore. Yeah. I, I can't compete with those 20-year-olds. Now, there are times in the stands that I feel like I could still get on the basketball court and at least get up and down the floor one time. Um but that's probably just my competitiveness yes. talking, oh, and it I would not happen. You it would could. not transition out there. I'd be like on my face or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so a few years ago, Grace, I don't think you went and watched us do this, but we played in the... the uh, it was three-on-three. Three. Yeah, some class of whatever yes. did a three-on-three three fundraiser. And a buddy of ours, Gilbert, had called and said, hey, will you play? And I don't know if he called you too or if yes, I called you I or remember. what. But, and it, it was really, a, the whole thing was really about Gilbert and Andrew, Andrew playing together. Yes, they wanted to son, play together. And they needed more people. Yes. And they, okay. he was, you know, like, hey, this is, you know, we're not going to get crazy I think they really there. just needed a token girl, I won't lie. Well, did we have to have girls? We <laughs> no, didn't. we did not. We were one of the few teams with a girl. Yeah. Oh. But uh, the thing I, I always remember there is Gilbert kind of pitching it as, we're just going to go out there, have fun, just have some fun. I think it was the second game we played, and this guy that had graduated from Bridgeport probably 10 years ago or something was back, and he had grown into be like a He-Man almost. But anyways... He is just body checking and fouling Andrew at any chance he can get. And maybe not even fouling is the right word, just playing very physical, yes. though. Very mm-hmm. physical. And, uh, and it, I'm just kind of thinking, like, you could feel the tension rising. And then at one point, I don't know if, you know, what happened, but there was a real physical moment where Andrew and this guy kind of collided or whatever. And Andrew wasn't a really big kid. He was tall, but he kind of went to the floor, I think. And Gilbert, the dad 
picked up the basketball, and from me to you, no lie, it was like five foot, threw a chest pass as hard as he could at the other guy, who is now a grown man. And basically just said, I don't know what he said. But I don't remember what he said, like, but it was, yeah. You know, what's That was the championship. We were, that wasn't the second game. Oh, that was. was the championship. Oh, man. We oh, made it so to it the championship. Really, it, good job, guys. We, yes. we all rode on Andrew's back. I yeah. just want to clarify, clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to sub out well, as much as possible. because that aggressiveness. What, yes, because it was the championship game. Yeah. And I feel like we were getting beat handily. Like, I, it was almost it, a point, too, of yeah. like, uh I don't know if this guy had just picked out Andrew or if Andrew was just going at him just as hard, but physically I, it didn't matter. I think both. And I think they were probably the two youngest on the floor during that game. And so they were guarding each other and it, yeah. it got a little heated. But yeah, I think I pretty much stayed on the sidelines in that yes. game. It's a wonder, like, uh, I, I think of that. And then every once in a while, someone at the gym will bring up like, hey, we should go play basketball this weekend or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man. We do all this crazy stuff in here, and that's, that's where we're we'll going to get hurt. Yeah, it's not ever in the gym. It's all yes. It's always outside for sure. Yeah. All right. So, um, like we said, the main thing we were going to talk about was youth sports, and we've kind of touched on some of that stuff already. But um, what was the first sport you played as a youth? I played softball. Was the first option. Well, would I you guess say so- that was what third grade. Oh no, probably first grade. First grade. Yeah. Okay. First grade. Yeah, I would nice. say for sure. First grade. Okay. And what was the most ridiculous thing about softball as a first grader in 1980-whatever that was? Mm, I don't get me to line on the years. No, we won't. Um, the most ridiculous thing, well, riding in the back of the pickup, <laughs> probably the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> but you got Sonic drinks. Got Sonic yes. drinks. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun. I don't remember ever. It wasn't. It was competitive, but it's it was a lot different than it is nowadays. We yeah. used to have a um, at the end of the year, you got picked to be on the all star team. Everybody was not on the all star team. You had to earn your way to the all star team, and then you got a trophy if you made the all star team or if your team won. So I think I don't know about ridiculous, but it was fun getting to go to the awards ceremony yes. at the end of the year. It yeah. was a big deal. Um, a ridiculous is probably got to be riding in the back of the pickup. Yeah. Uniforms weren't crazy? No. It no. was a red T-shirt, red down. shorts. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah. the old Tommy T-shirts with the stripe. Yes. And, yeah, and then, then the short shorts. The, well, that's what I was going to go with yeah. for ridiculous. Like, I've got it. There's a picture the of me socks. somewhere, uh, <laughs> and it's a soccer uh, picture. Mm-hmm. But the one, the shorts... Like, and I get it, but that was really, really short. Like, it was obscenely short. And it wasn't just me, because it's like a team. Team picture. You were the only kid with the short legs. shorts. All you see is legs. Yes. And then, weirdly, too, like, we wore these really thick. Um, you know, cotton, maybe even a little wool in there. Knee and it was the same thing. And, no, I was going to oh, say the, the shirt. shirt. And it had the same thing. The stripe. And they were the longer, arm. like the sleeves were yes, weird length. Almost three so quarters. Like, yeah. not quite. But yeah, yes. same thing. And okay, that was soccer I, that was for kinda, us. That was our softball, yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know if we had softball shoes at that. I think we just played in regular tennis shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Grace, what about you? What's the first sport you can remember playing? Oh, um, softball, soccer, or basketball? I want to say it was probably basketball that I saw. I'm going to disagree. Yeah, Casey I'm was pretty there. sure your dad and I coached you in soccer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, There's a picture in the hall. There was, it, was, it used to hang in the hallway of Ink and Stitch of that team. <laughs> How and, old do you think they were? First grade? Yes, kindergarten? Maybe, probably kindergarten. Oh, yeah. 
Kindergarten. Brian Keener and I might have had a little yelling match on the field. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe. I don't know. Just competitiveness coming out. Uh, right? He was going to give me tips to coach, and I told him if he wanted to coach, he needed to come out there yeah. and coach and quit giving, <laughs> <laughs> quit giving me tips. It was like herding a bunch of chickens. It was, it was so much fun. I loved coaching them, though. Y'all were hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, so you had the, the group that would just play in the dirt and the group that would kick the ball the wrong way. It was greatness. Yes. One of my uh, favorite memories coaching is Anna Green. And so this was Dylan and Anna soccer. And um, would be that during Anna, – if Anna wasn't in the game, she would stand point blank practically on my toes – and play with Your my beard. beard with her fingers. <laughs> and I didn't know the greens that well. Oh, and I mean, no. so you think about it, she's on me, That's basically. Hilarious. And I would kind of move or politely try and like act like I was doing something else. She would just go right back to so it. So that must have been, K-Mac and I coached Taryn and Abby that year. So we were coaching against you yes. in soccer also then. Yes. We've got history All those of coaching years against, against each other. Each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'll be the last time we ever coach against each other will be that sixth grade uh, basketball? Yes. That's Probably, be, right? unless Maddie decides and y'all find me a third kid yeah. to coach. <laughs> you go. We can do it. Well, Kayla might be able to rope you in for, uh, for uh, Ashland. Ashland. But True. there's even there, there's only one more year before mm-hmm. school starts. That school we're going to get Maddie involved mm-hmm. by then. What do you think's <laughs> no. the. So, and we've alluded to some of the differences between, you know, let's call it the 80s and the uh, 2020s or whatever, then and now. What do you think is the biggest difference between youth sports in that time frame? Um, number one, I think they start earlier. Um, again, I didn't play start basketball, competitive, organized basketball. Now, I shot in the backyard and all that stuff on the goal. Um, I thought she was shooting Casey. <laughs> yeah. um, but until sixth grade. But now they start at kindergarten playing games. Um, so I think that's one of the big differences is the time frame. Um, another big difference, is, and you kind of alluded to this earlier, I think maybe before we started, was the specialization. Kids pick one sport and play that year-round, um, where back in the old days, we played whatever sport was in season. There was no select. There was no club ball. Um, you played whatever sport was in season, um, and you didn't specialize. I mean, if I, um, if you had somebody that was a good athlete, you wanted them to play all the sports they could play, and, sure. the, and they were allowed to do that in the sense that there wasn't the year-round one sport all the time. So I think it gave you a little more leeway to to try out different sports and be better in, in, in things than just that one one sport. Yeah. I think that the specialization thing is big. There's a really good book titled Range by okay. a guy named David Epstein that's all about this. And the whole first chapter is these stories told. And if you're familiar with the, uh, you know, some big time athletes, you know who they are. But I believe he tells it in a way where he never mentions their name. And one of them is a kid that by two years old basically could swing a golf club uh-huh. better than most men and went on to win a 10 and under tournament at the age of four and, yeah. you know, obviously went on to become Tiger Woods. The other one is a kid who uh, played every sport possible. Uh, really didn't mess around with tennis much, which is what he ends up being. Uh, is Roger Federer, I believe is who it was. I may be off on that. I'm not good with tennis names. But nonetheless, it was kind of like their differences in upbringing, whereas Tiger was all focused on golf, golf. and only golf. Uh-huh. 
And uh, Federer, in this case, had done everything you could possibly do yeah. and really didn't specialize until like he was 20 wow. or, some, or maybe 18 or something yeah. like that. But they kind of go back into, uh, they start looking at the elite athletes at right. the time this book was written. And the large majority of them that they surveyed did it that way. Yes. Where it was yeah. much more like they played everything they could possibly play. And then really honed in sometime late teenager years. I mean, a lot. Of, I'm sure if you polled a lot of professional athletes, most of them have played multiple sports through their, for sure, high school years, and yeah. maybe some of them even college. Um, and I know listening or in talking and reading about some of the college coaches, I think that's what they're looking for. You know, they really want those kids that have put themselves out there and and try to do more than one sport. And I think back to the PT side of it, it probably keeps you a little healthier sure. um, to play different sports in the sense that you're not overutilizing and, and that overuse of, we'll say baseball, your shoulder, elbow, um, all that year round. I think that makes a difference. Well, and it gets into this in the book as well as just like the science behind developing the skills and movement that go with all these other sports and how they all kind of translate back to yeah. a more specialized moment. Right. And they even got down to one of the things that's real big uh, for soccer players is even playing on different sized fields with different numbers of people and different circumstances or whatever, hmm. and how that is even uh, so beneficial to them because they learn different angles, they learn right. different ways to go about Your the brain game. brain has to think differently. That still translates yeah. when you're trapped in by defenders or whatever yeah. the case might be, but... I don't know. It's it's pretty interesting. And the range is that what it's yeah. It's yeah. just called range. Range. Yeah. Okay. And um, but the 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 flip of that, and this is kind of what I would think. So if like any of my kids, and I see this with friends of ours even now, if they don't do it year round, they fear that they're getting behind. I especially yes. in a specialized sport. Right. Well, and I struggle with that. I don't. You know. I, I don't want I, I want my kids to be competitive if they want to be number one if they want to play a sport then I'm all in if they don't then that's fine um, but you do you, I think you do struggle with that you know in the off season if, if Taryn wants to, to try to get better at basketball what what are, is her best option to try to do that without having to commit to traveling all over the U.S. I mean you know you know what I'm saying I think it's I, I think it is and it's now that they start at the kindergarten level. Then at first I always said my kid's not starting basketball till at least third grade. I don't remember what I used to say. But then they come home with the form and they want to play, and that's how all their what their friends are doing. And then they start playing it. Neither one of mine played at kindergarten. I think it might have been first grade. But they start playing at first grade, and then you're just sitting with your head in your hands because all the bad stuff they're learning. <laughs> they're yes. learning, and, and even if you're coaching them, I mean, a lot of bad habits and stuff like that. I don't. I think we start too soon, and I'm not yeah. a professional coach, obviously, or nor a college or even a high school coach. But I think we start too soon on playing games versus learning skills. I think there's a big skills gap, and a lot of kids in the um, I will say basketball because that's my favorite. In um, in at at the level that you watch nowadays, I think. There's a lot of footwork and stuff like that that you miss out on because you just start immediately playing games. Yeah. But but some of that stuff that a pure athlete, even if they're not doing it year-round or whatever, yeah. they're just going to trump it with athleticism. Athleticism. You know what yeah, I mean? For and, sure. And whether that's being because they've developed better movement and coordination or whatever yeah. from other sports or whatever, I don't know. But I don't know the answer. I mean, I, Dad and I always have that conversation you know, what's the right thing? Do you start them early? Because yeah. if you don't, are they behind? 
But if you, they don't start because you don't want them to develop bad, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. We need to get Coach Green in on that. Exactly. Grace, what if I had just put a golf club in your hand at two and just this was the direction you were going? You know, a that lot of people kind of well. think I so, with, if you watch the Tiger documentary, it's kind of almost pitched in that um, that it was just meant to be, like he was doing this. But then there's also this other school of thought that the Daddy overbearing dad was pushing him and also doing a very good job of putting up this facade of, oh, this is yeah, what he wants that's to what do. He wants there's to even do. a line in the documentary that said, we do it together. If he wanted to bowl, we would bowl together or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But then a lot of people thought, no, that's not the reality of it. <laughs> No, I def. If you would have put a golf club in my hand at two years old, I would have quit it by now. Or broke a window. Or, <laughs> or broke a window. And mm, both of the sports that I did this year, or whatever you want to call it, because they're not technically in the like athletic program at Bridgeport, but cross country and golf. I started both of those my sophomore year, and then everything else, like I, I only did it for Max. I don't know, four years. Yeah. I quit soccer and softball as early as you let me. I did not <laughs> like those. <laughs> and then I didn't really like basketball either, but I just stuck with that because, I don't know, because you wanted to coach a team or something. Yeah, that's right. Really? No, that's oh, not gosh. why. I think, you know, and th- that drives at it though, and I'll mm. be glad to admit how much I screwed up, but <laughs> it comes down to parenting. And the parents. And it's the parents that are pushing kids to... Like, I'm sure if, if, if you, at the age of, you know, whatever it had been, just said, hey, I like golf, by all means, I'm throwing everything into it. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But at the same time, I think what it turns into is I trick you into trying softball. And then doing it. She smiled over over when she again. was eating the snow cone after, so mm-hmm. she clearly you must like it. She loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, oh, no. we're buying a $450 softball bat. And not that we did that, but you know what I mean? That, I think yeah. it just can, can become that. I th- where yeah, the I parents do. get more excited about it than the kid, probably. Oh, yeah. Sorry, and then on Grace. the flip side of that, I think sometimes <laughs> the kid do- does develop the love of the sport. Um, oh, yeah. Not always, but sometimes they do. Do you love yeah, golf? Um, I will say, as a sport, I do. Out of like all the golf. sports, is golf your favorite? <laughs> or do you maybe I guess to like play? I'm I, I don't want, know if I want to say this on air because Coach Green might hear. Oh it. no! But <laughs> no, Coach Green, turn I off your like, radio. Yeah, earmuffs. I do like golf. I'm glad that I'm doing it, but I'm I I can't wait for the season to be over. Has the season I don't like started? Tuesday is their first tournament. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like eight weeks left in like district. And okay. That's I, I one just, sport I, I don't know a whole lot about is golf. So you could mm-hmm. learn me something on that, Grace. I don't don't know about I think I think that was a big thing for me with a lot of the sports. I just didn't like I guess I'm just not a very competitive person or at least I don't like being in competition. My least favorite part of every sport was always just going to the games. I think practice, I was fine, <laughs> but I was like, ah. That's totally opposite I'm, of most yeah. people. It is. It is. Yeah, no. All I can think of is Alan Iverson going, practice. <laughs> <laughs> he only liked going to games, Grace, uh, when it counted. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. 
So right. is that the same with golf then? Is practice fun and the tournament's anxiety? Pretty much. That was, I think that was the main reason I didn't like most sports was just anxiety. And yeah. I don't know why that was such a, like a big thing for me, even when I was younger. And you'd say, oh, it doesn't matter. But I know, freaked me it out. It mattered. All eyes on you, right? Mm-hmm. Even with a team sport, did you still feel like all eyes were on you? Um, okay. Well, we can, we can break this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, softball, um, whenever I was batting, I was really bad at that. And especially, I, I like t-ball, and that's it. What, <laughs> I don't blame yeah. you. Even it's when the coach started to... pitching. <laughs> and then Those coaches soccer, can't pitch very well. <laughs> um, soccer wasn't super nerve-wracking because I was on a team with like people who were good at soccer, and they just had the ball most of the time, and I didn't really have to do much. I think there, maybe the reason I didn't like that was because I was a pretty lazy kid, and it was just a lot of running. Yeah, and uh, I did not. I was not up for that. The last year you played soccer, I can remember you kind of. I felt like you would, when you weren't in the game, Mm -hmm. you would kind of purposely position (laughs) yourself. The coach couldn't see. Yes, Yes. I would. I I remember I was hiding behind the coach or something, and then the game ended, and then he turned around, and then I remember him saying to you like, "Oh, I didn't even. I forgot that she was there. I forgot she was there. I would have put her in." And you're over there fist pumping. You're like, yes. I played soccer intramurals one time in college and said I would never play again because there was so much running. Oh, yeah. So much. And it's like not even, it's like sprinting. Yeah. It's just sprint. Sprint. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like you kind of glide for a little while and then it's just sprint. Remember that time you wanted to play in the adult soccer league? I still do. I still try to talk people into that every once in a while. I do not think that's a good idea. No. Grace, my only strategy. Was I have always been able to kick a ball very well, okay. very well, uh, just for power. That is not <laughs> not aim always. But my whole thought was: there's a running clock. Mm-hmm. It's not like an arena. I'm just going to kick the ball as far <laughs> out of bounds as possible, and then be like, "It's y'all's ball. Go get it." You know, there and probably would, would have been a fight. Probably <laughs> they would have got tired of that pretty quickly. No, on that note, I can remember coaching soccer one year, and the basketball person in me went up and asked the referee how many timeouts you get, yes. and she looked at or the umpire. What do you call it in? I think it's referee. Referee. It? Okay, referee yeah. in soccer. Not good at soccer soccer terminology. Ask her how many uh, timeouts you get, and she looked at me like I had totally. Lost Lost my mind. She's yeah. like, ma'am, you don't get any timeouts, no timeouts in, in soccer. soccer. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, no. Luckily, it's when y'all were like little bitty chickens and there mm. was no, you didn't need to know the rules. Yeah. yeah. I've tried to since get into soccer, watching it. So I Alan and Derek are both really into the Premier yes. League, which yes. is like England. And then I, and it is fun to watch. And it was really fun to watch. So uh, Bridgeport's second year of soccer, yes. they went to the state, state championship. championship. Game. Yes. That was a ton of fun. Yes. When you really have that rooting interest, mm-hmm. it makes a big, big difference. As, as little kids playing and uh, coaching my kids, there's not a whole lot to it. You yeah. know, and it's like even in, you know, fourth, fifth grade, it's a lot of herd. Yes. You know, everyone's yeah. just running. Uh, or at least the way I coached it. <laughs> Everybody go to the ball. There's no positions in abandoned, soccer. Abandoned what are y'all chill. talking about? <laughs> but uh, it was, you know, kind of watching it now with either at the professional level or even like a couple years ago or however many years ago that was when Bridgeport went into the playoffs, uh, you can really see it yes. now, you yeah. know, and that makes a big, big difference. There's a lot of strategy to it. Yes, interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so what about the other, the other topic I wanted to get into with you, Casey, was the participation trophy. Not a fan. Not, Not a, a fan. Thing. Um, when do you think that started and why? <sighs> When it didn't happen for you, no, I was gonna say, I, I was didn't already happen for me, but um, Grace, I feel it's somewhere okay. between the late 90s and 2007 <laughs> 8 because I feel like Grace was yeah. the begin at the beginning. I right? feel like the first time I experienced it, Tyler was in kindergarten, and y'all were in the same mm-hmm. kindergarten class, didn't you have Miss Thetford? Mm, no, no, Miss Rutledge, yeah, okay, never mind, yeah. scratch that. In Tyler's kindergarten class, I can remember going to the classroom for end of the year awards. And back in the old days, the awards were math, reading, writing, whatever your core subjects were, mm-hmm. and those were yes. the awards. Yeah, I kid you not, I'm pretty sure one of the awards that year was Loves Horses the Most. Yes. <laughs> 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 and I, I don't. I, that's my first experience of thinking, what what is this? Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, if my kid doesn't get reading, writing, yes. math, or science, whatever the core award, don't give my kid an award. It's yeah. not everybody gets mm-hmm. a try. And I think we've. And you're a different generation, Grace. So you may have a different opinion. I think we we need we have lost some of the drive to work towards things and to try to earn things yeah. instead of being the whole entitlement. And I don't think, I'm not a classify ever kid because, I, I mean, I know a lot of kids that are not like that. But And then you see it in the workforce where people come in and, and work for your company or your job or whatever, and they don't have the staying power or mm-hmm. something rough or hard, something hard comes yeah. up, and they don't have that drive to continue to work through and work for. So And they don't get it because they won most they, punctual because, in their English class. Because they got Everybody Loves Horses <laughs> yeah. in their <laughs> kindergarten class. Um, so I'm not a fan of the everybody gets a, tr- a trophy, everybody gets an award. As a, I, go ahead. And yeah, I would have to agree with you. Even so much as I feel this way about, okay, I might be in the wrong here, but high school graduation, I maybe like for the parents it's fun, but I would imagine as a parent or anyone in the audience, because I was in band and we had to play at the graduations, why am I sitting here for hours watching people walk across the stage? I guess they did accomplish something. They graduated high school, but it doesn't... What? I just don't want to do that. Hold on. So you're calling? Are you are you calling graduation from high school a participation (laughs) trophy? I guess it kind of is. It's the ultimate Uh, participation trophy. And I don't like the. uh, What's the other award? But it's not like. I mean, they are they are calling out some of the Uh, top ten right or something. They all get to speak and they go. There are special awards. uh, I don't. I don't. Man. I do see your point. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> Me neither. But I that's think, it. We're boycotting it. Me yeah. and you are out. <laughs> no, I'm because you're going to have a cowboy perm. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, they'll have to come up to and me I'll before. Skip. And, and uh, so before graduation, they all divvy up the list. Okay. And usually it doesn't matter. It's just like you take, right. the, everyone gets, you know, whatever, 30 kids. So here's your 30 alphabetically. And then you can go through and you can say, hey, I don't have the H's, but I know this Grace Heiler kid. I'd like to hand it to her. And you pull a switch at that moment. But 
if I have the cowboy perm, I feel like they're going to come up and be like, hey, you've got this one kid, and it's going to be Grace Tyler. <laughs> She's your only one. That's no, it. we're going requi- to requi- request Tyler Keener, yes. Aiden McComas. You're going to have a whole plethora That's of kids that come to just the cowboy perm. That's all you get. <laughs> At great. the very hey. least, I stand in the background and kind of shake it <laughs> shake back and it. forth. Fling yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> that Farrah Fawcett moment where you... Or like Tyler does now, you can't see my hand, but I'm moving my hair across. Yes. Well, as a kid, Grace, when do you think, when's the first time, and you're a little different here maybe, Mm -hmm. and you can maybe think about how Tyler would think of this. When's the first time, though, they kind of start thinking, what about that? Mm -hmm. Because obviously kindergarten likes horses. No, they love it. They're excited. And Mm -hmm. you could all, I don't know. I'm going to say intermediate school, because that's, remember in intermediate school when y'all got the gold and the silver and... Bronze, that's not how they said it, but there was medals for the top three place in each class. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. So yes. I, I think that probably is the first place that you see some of those kids going, What? I don't Hold get on. one of those medals. What, <laughs> what about <laughs> my horses? Get one. <laughs> <laughs> what about them? <laughs> I wore a flipping horse t shirt to school every day just so you would know. I can remember Taryn wanting to be in the talent show in kindergarten and wanting to sing. We, we, Brian and I can carry a tune in a bucket. And I told her, I told her, I said, Taryn, you have to try out for this. This doesn't mean that you automatically get to do it. You don't just to say, I want to mm-hmm. sing. This is before we knew if she could sing or not. You don't mm-hmm. just get to sing because you want to. You have to try out. So you may not make it, yeah. right? You yes. know this. I'm trying to set her up to know that you got to earn mm-hmm. it. You got to, you got to try out. And if you make it, great. So she made it. And I was like, what? She sang for these people and she made it. <laughs> She could sing. I didn't know. Yes, there you go. <laughs> but it was. Did they? Uh, they don't do like That's winners not genetics, of the talent. Yeah. That is not genetics. <laughs> they don't do like winners of the talent show in intermediate, do they? No. Everyone's no. a winner. Everyone's a winner. Right. Yeah. Right. Which obviously, to me, at that age, especially, think about that: getting up and singing yeah, in front of the whole I was class a nervous wreck. when your parents mm-hmm. are clearly not showing any faith in your ability to do so. <laughs> She and, nailed it too. She sang uh, Frozen. Have you ever watched uh, The Middle? No. We're we're going through that right now, and there's they make fun of so much of this kind of stuff. Really, but one mm-hmm. of them is the daughter comes home and she's the she's like so excited. She's the MVP of the cross country team, mm-hmm. and it was just like so exciting. But they were she always came in last, <laughs> and then like so, so how was she the MVP? Well, a few days before she said, "Hey, I need a check for forty dollars for that MVP award." So it ended yeah. up being they were just doing it as a fundraiser, which oh. is another you know beatdown of, of oh my gosh all that. And oh. she so they said, and the that MVP of punctuality, <laughs> and that's what hers was. <laughs> So each kid that brought the forty dollars got yes. a different MVP award, yes. and they were these nice. little rinky dinky. I do things. not. I don't like that. So you yeah. could clearly mm-hmm. tell they probably raised thirty five mm-hmm. bucks per award. It's a scam. It is. I mean, that's that like a, just that's like a graduation. Smart one. Yeah. <laughs> the cap and gown. Gosh. Come to school. <laughs> check you off. You get to Man. make it. <laughs> graduation is just a participation <laughs> trophy. <laughs> Who's me. number one in the class? Uh, Jacob Ritchie. Is it Jacob yes. Ritchie? Can we somehow yeah. get him to include this in his speech? Is he cutthroat enough just to say this is just another participation trophy for all for of all you? For all of you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for me, though, this is special. I'm number one in the class. <laughs> I actually deserve this. Yes. <laughs> because I got everyone loves horses the most in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm not a fan of participation trophies. I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. what's 
Yeah. I feel like I can remember when when I started noticing or like it was different for me because I was never like good at yeah. the sports. I was always being carried by the best people on my team. <laughs> and so I I don't know if my team actually won or not, but I remember getting a trophy for soccer and I just looked at it and like this means nothing to me. It means nothing. Like I, I know I'm bad at this sport. Well, it's and a team sport, though. It, it is a team sport, team but sports I contribute are different. Team nothing. sports are different. Very different, because you think about it, even on a basketball team, I think if there's 12 kids, that 12th kid, and I know I've seen years where that 12th kid may only get into games in a blowout or whatever, but you have to think that kid in practice, practice. is there He's every there day. He's there putting in the time. Yes. And Might be a him, practice dummy for somebody else, but yeah. he's he's not. That wasn't a very nice term, practice, <laughs> practice dummy. <laughs> Think of a better word for that, Scott. Well, practice. we're dogging. We're dogging everything <laughs> yeah. right now. We're, we're calling graduation a joke. We're, <laughs> graduation is not a joke, kids. Stay in school. Graduate. Right, right, After right. we were PSA, so braggy. Not, not everyone graduates. Here's yeah. another difference from my time period to your time period. After school, there was the after school specials. Have you all talked about this? Do you remember after school? No. Never. specials? Not really. Really? You Was come Mr. Home, T on them? I don't remember <laughs> any in particular, but you would come home from school and there was an after school special that gave you some kind of PSA on public service announcement on, I don't know, Trick something to do candy. right or something to do well. But it was after, they were called after school specials. And I can remember even watching them on the video monitor TV that they had to roll into the yes. classroom with the VCR, some after school specials. I don't have a whole lot of. I, I know the term. And We're gonna I have did, to look that up and I see guess, if there's some good ones to watch. I was thinking it was a cartoon of some, like it was no, entertainment. No, so there this was like was actors. Yes, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. There's probably a lot of crazy ones from the 80s. Then we're going go, to Google it's gonna some be after stuff school now. specials. It'd be stuff now where it's like, no, you can't tell kids to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> nope. That doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. <sighs> Half of the characters are smoking. Yes. It was you like know, going through recently. We, recently, we watched The Breakfast Club, and we watched it like... <laughs> Six times, whatever. Yeah. Have you watched that ever? I have, well, I have watched it, but it's not been recent. It's been back probably when it came out, yeah, so, so it's been a long 80s. time. And uh, that was one that in my head, I thought, oh, well, it's, mm-hmm. it is rated R, right? Something like For that. language. It's definitely... And, they, and, and I remember, and Derek even talked about this in the podcast, was there was a threshold on F-bombs, basically. Okay. And they passed it. But I kind of thought, all right, well... But it gets really... It, it, it's and all those films from the eighties yes. went way further across the line. Well, mm-hmm. you start looking back, because I'm like, oh, Taryn, we need to watch Pretty in Pink, or we need to watch Sixteen Candles. You all can't watch stuff. those things. Yes. <laughs> Breakfast Club would fall right in line with that. Uh, I have to watch mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, it is really, really good. And it's, I mean, if you go into it with that in mind, and there was a different limit to some of the things people would say, and it's still not horrible. There's just a couple of. Phrases that would not fly at all yeah. anymore, you know. And well, it's amazing how when you watched them originally, some of that stuff goes over your head. You didn't realize, yes. yeah, yeah, as a kid that that's what you were watching. Or, yeah, I was reading something recently, not to divert to movies and stuff like that, but it was this guy saying that kids, if they do not understand something, like for instance, some type of innuendo joke or whatever. For a kid, that just flies. It mm-hmm. truly flies over their head, and they kind mm-hmm. of pass on it and go to the next thing. You know what I mean? That the large majority don't focus on it and then ask questions, that there are kids that do that. But 
I don't know, it was almost in essence, it was trying to defend something like Family Guy or The Simpsons even for kids. For kids to watch. Yes. I can remember watching Grease at the drive-in movie theater in Decatur, Texas. And Mm. then when I watched Grease as an adult, I was like, can I believe my parents let me watch that? (laughs) I haven't watched that one as an adult. Oh my gosh. Lots of innuendo, the songs. Yeah, I was shocked because I didn't get any of that when I was a kid. I just heard singing and dancing and... That was it. Well, maybe that's one we'll have to add to the list. I know John Travolta's in it. That's about all I remember. <laughs> I know they did it on Glee. Did they? Yeah, oh, they did gosh. a whole. They did two episodes, kind of dedicated. They've ruined to everything. <laughs> They've ruined everything. Do they give participation We're watch trophies those on Glee? <laughs> in the choir, do you get participation trophies? Oh, um, not well. I will say, like, like no. best pants. No, no, they didn't do that because it was like the same girl was the lead in most of their like competition stuff because she was the best one. But it was, I don't know, there was one thing where for like prom, they all rallied around this one girl or like gave her a solo or tried to get her nominated prom queen just because she like was not that good and she was always in the background. That's different. I think that's a little yeah, different. Yeah, it is though. different because that's that was just kind of highlighting the value of being on a team, being a team player instead yeah, yeah. of that's like, your twelfth you man off the bench. Yes, yeah, yeah, a little different. Yeah, um, that's interesting though. Um, did we get through everything youth sports related you want to talk about, Grace? Or did you have anything mm-hmm. else on your questions? Nope, I'm all good. Awesome. All right, so now we're going to move on to trivia. Oh Casey. dear, you are tradition. only the second contestant. So you'll be on the leaderboard. Who yeah, am I competing will. against? Hey, you're going to get a trophy no matter oh, what. God, no, I'm not. If I'm not first, if you're not first, you're last. Do you know Coach Coach you'll D? Be gold or silver? I know who he is because okay. Tyler talks about him. So what's Tyler think of him? Tyler really likes him. I've only heard that. Yes. So, yeah. Um, Coach D. Heck, we had him on a couple weeks ago, and he was kind of the one we started this with. But we decided from now on, all guests, we're going to do this. Okay, great. And it's a fitzy music. I'm failing. Well, already. it is. There's some <laughs> music, it's especially. Not if it's music. current music. And there were definitely some questions. That's why the fact you didn't listen to D Hex episode is gonna it helps us. Yeah. Because Man, I could have had we, all the answers. Yeah. There was Darn. one no, they're not the same questions. Oh, okay. Because he graduated in two thousand seven. Oh my gosh. And these are all of your questions are Karen centered around nineteen ninety two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Graduating from high school. Got to put on my school, eighteen-year-old brain. Got and uh, starting college. It's had a college. few miles on it since then. <laughs> so we're going to just kind of go back and forth with questions. Do you want to know the score you have to beat going in, or do you just want to know at the end if you I are going to get a trophy or I, a medal? I, <laughs> <laughs> only want a medal if you got if gold I'm in or first place. Yes. <laughs> now some of these are really tough, but to be fair, some of his were also like okay. mm-hmm. if he would have like some of these if he would have got it, I would have been shocked. And it's the same thing kind of with I think with I had yours. my head in the sand. I was not real good at pop culture, we'll so see. I probably will mm, we'll see. Well, and given that some of them are going to require music, uh we'll get that going as well. Where, where did I put my phone just now? Oh no. <laughs> you oh, just right started singing. There it is. All right. <laughs> okay. Grace, you can lead it off. All right. Your first question is, who was the 1992 Time Magazine Person of the Year? 1992 Person of the Year. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> Great guess. Great, Great guess. guess. It really is. Uh-huh. Um, Ted Turner? Ted Turner. 
Okay. Now, the only then this was the one with mm-hmm. DHEC that I was like, there's yeah. no way he's going to get this because his was 2007 and it was mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin. Oh. <laughs> was the Time Magazine Man of the Year. Yeah. And so I would never have guessed Ted no. Turner. But we see where my mind goes. To Some sports, of the other, so. yeah, and I think I'm sure that was someone that was. I think uh, he was on Sports Illustrated that year, probably, <laughs> and he probably did win the Time uh, Person of the Year at some point in the years after. Uh, and I want to say the other name on the list we saw was Bill Clinton. Didn't win it, but was okay. listed, which that would have been the beginning of his presidency, time, I believe. I think. Okay. I, I don't get me the line. All right, so there you go. All right, now we're going to go to music. Oh, dear. And this is, we may have a little bit of interference because... Uh, I feel like I'm on Name That Tune. Have y'all started watching Name That Tune? Ooh, it, it, this is Name That okay. Tune. Okay. So your goal here is going to be... I need the whole song, name, not five notes. No, you're going to get more <laughs> than five notes. But my thought is you're probably not going to get more than like 20 seconds. Okay. And you are trying to name... For for the full point, right? Is the artist and the title, is it... or did we just do the artist with D Heck? Oh think, gosh, I we're already just... bending the rules. <laughs> I think maybe uh, get the title. Y'all don't have these the rules on paper. I don't know. Yeah, well, Dad, when you were yelling at me because I apparently wasn't <laughs> helping, I was listening to DHEC's episode oh, trying to find gosh, out the rules were. Oh, gosh, you were helping. Were, and, you were helping. Uh, yeah. Way to so go, now, Grace. Now gosh. you're regretting Grace, that. Grace, I'm going to give you not a participation trophy, but a doing something a trophy. A trophy. <laughs> Likes to prepare. Uh, a high school diploma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready for your first song? Okay. There will be three. There will be three. Uh, okay. This, one, this first one's uh, all we're doing first. Here we go. Can I phone a friend? Playing from Scott's iPhone 10 is Max. <laughs> jump, jump. Jump, jump. Do you know the name of the artist? It's Chris Cross. Yes. Yeah. I don't, are we sure win. that was 92? It was on the Billboard Top okay. 100 in 1992. Were you thinking it was before that? Yes. Me too, but... I mean, it was on the billboard. It, I don't, could it have been possible that it came out early, but then it was on the charts later? later? I don't know. I don't know. So, all right, you got an X there and a check there. Okay. Grace, back to you. Is it back to me? Yeah, or do you Another want to Another song. No, nah, we'll break that up a little bit. Okay. You, you pick whichever one you want to do. Okay. Um, what was the top grossing movie of 1992? There are two answers I'm accepting. Terminator. Ooh, Mm-mm. that is a no. Wow. I'll give you another guess. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety-two. Alien. <laughs> I don't know. Don't give her both of them. Just give her the okay. The Disney one, which is really. Oh, the I wouldn't even thinking think Disney. No, Aladdin. those are movies too. Aladdin. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I thought it was weird too, but that's what multiple sources In 1992, said. it must have not been the Aladdin that you watched. Was there? Mm-mm. Huh? Gosh. I wouldn't. Uh, now you've got a scrambling okay, on. Aladdin uh, 1992. Yeah, 1992 film. That yeah. is okay. the one they watched. Really? Yeah. yeah. It is. Got us all worried. Man. <laughs> well, you were thinking it was earlier too. No, I later? was thinking it was later. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, we're going to go with. Um, who won the NBA championship in 1992? The Bulls. The Bulls. There yeah. she is. Michael Jordan. Two and two so far. Back to you, Grace. Okay. Who won the Super Bowl of 1992? Oh, sticking Ooh. with sports. Ooh. 
1992. Ooh, the Cowboys. No. Oh. No. It was... The Giants? No. no. Same division. You've missed it, but in the same division <laughs> as those two. Um, 1992. I didn't watch... That was not my favorite division, obviously, in mm-hmm. 1992. No, exactly. I was the AFC girl. It was girl. the Washington Redskins. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. Over yeah. Buffalo. Over Buffalo? Yep. Hmm. Hey, I was the AFC girl. Do you know what Bills stands for in Buffalo Bills? Ask Casey. Do you know what Bills stands for? <laughs> Did I know it was an acronym? Are we saying it's an acronym? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Acronym. Did you know this? It's kind of a joke. Only because they. It's I learned a, this there's from a 30, a 30 for 30, 30. about okay. the Bills losing mm-hmm. those Super Bowls. And one of the players says, That's, you know This is what, what he. Okay, kind of like Ford yeah, found he's on Road Dead. Okay. Joking, yeah. though, but. No, I do not. I have not heard this. Enlighten me. Boy, I love losing Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now why that's stuck good, in my head. But you've got a really good sports joke that yeah, you can drop you do. Way on to anybody. Go, Grace. Uh-huh. Talking about an AFC in a big moment, that this should be uh, – Brian and I were at the game. Remember the game where the Jets are playing the Dolphins at – uh, in New York, and he fakes the yes, like he's gonna like spike he's gonna it spike Marino. it, Marinos, yes. and and then he threw the pass, and they scored and won. Yeah, we were at that game. Really? Yeah. He did I think that just happened again a few year uh, a few weeks ago. Really? Maybe in week seventeen or the first round of the playoffs or whatever. Uh, because I, I I remember seeing it sometime this year, and they were just kept showing that replay, replay. over and over, yeah. and it wasn't as good. I mean, it wasn't as. Uh, Subtle in the way that they did it, yeah. you know. I mean, I think they were some of the defense was expecting it, probably. Of course, now because of that, probably every defensive player has to be expecting it yeah. all the time. Tidbit. Awesome. Sorry, that was off subject. No, it's good times, good stuff. We're gonna go back to music here, okay? Um, and I've got to find the song because Amy Amy helped us approve some of these songs mm-hmm. just to. Um, man, I'm not finding it here. I'm just gonna. Look it up. Just right? go ahead and tell me the artist the and the name, and I'll just yeah. repeat it. Participation trophy. <laughs> All right, hold on. There it is. Here it comes. Okay. Kind of got a quiet start. Mm-hmm. Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. A broken heart can't be that bad when it's through. It's through. Yeah, come on over. I don't. I know this. Oh gosh, Amy said she will get this one, no doubt. No, she didn't. No. This was this was one that we kind of thought um, would be in the middle in terms of difficulty. I will say I sang that song and listened to that song, but I did can't. Brian ever sing this song to you? Mm. <laughs> Uh, not to my memory. Um, yeah, I I can't come up with either. I and could I throw purposely... out some names, but they would be so incorrect. I am horrible at this. When Brian and I play this game, I never can get the artist or the the song name. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I, the... I would throw out Brian Adams, but that is not correct. No, and I purposely turned it down a little bit before he actually Saying said it. The, yes, the, which the is title. impossible with "Jump" by Crisscross because <laughs> yes, they started jump, going "Jump, Jump." Yeah. But uh, it's to be with you. Okay. And the uh, artist is Mr. Big. Uh, yeah, no, I would have, yeah. 
You remember them? I remember them. I don't think they had many songs. No. Was this There it? was another one. Was there one more? There was something else yeah. where it was the same thing. I feel like he hit the guitar 10 times and then started playing it. I remember one of my Can good friends. Can you play this song no, on the guitar? No, but I do remember, the, I think it's them or some band from the same era. One of my best friends when I first started to work at Fidelity, um, he could play the guitar really well. But he, I want to say it may be this song, this Mr. Big song, to, uh, to Be With You. And he said, this was just like the perfect pickup magnet at parties. <laughs> I could just pull out my acoustic guitar, start playing Mr. Nailed Big, it. and leave with whoever I wanted at that point. <laughs> I was like, wow, how did I miss that? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got that one. All right, Grace, what do you got? Okay. In 1992, which item had more sales, CDs or cassette tapes? Cassette tapes. CDs. And really? 1992 was the first the year first they took over. Oh. I wonder how many years. Not in my car because <laughs> I still, <laughs> still had a cassette tape with my cassette tape deck. Yeah, I still had a cassette tape player in the Tahoe up until a few weeks ago when we got rid of it. And I really you, wanted cassettes. I had Did you none. not have any? Yeah, I, I don't have any more either. I should have gone on eBay and bought a whole bunch of Brian, them. Brian, no, I was going to say, he, he still has CDs. I don't think he has any cassette tapes. Casey, this is not a good showing it's so not. far. So I'm no, going to look. Horrible I think at trivia. I've got one, and this was in the plan. Um, all right, and it's going to be back to music. This win? will be the last song. It should be a win. should be a win. Horrible. It's country. Oh, 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 what is his name? This is not a popular country song. People are screaming at me right now. Yeah, they are. Oh my gosh, what's his name? I can see his face. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I can see him, but I don't know. Horrible at this And I let you listen right up till some girls do. So that's the name of it. Now, I will say this. You can't remember his name. That probably doesn't bode well because it's a group. Oh, see? But it's kind of like how a lot of people think... Um, Maroon 5 is Adam Levine. Yeah, or they think that Leonard Skinner is somebody. Like, this group name is a man's name. Like, it could easily be a man's oh. name. There's a color in it. There's a color. Bra- Amy's... <laughs> Thanks, Amy, for the hints. Amy's in. trying Phoning to a friend. help. Look at her. <laughs> All right. You give? Yes. It is Sawyer Brown. Oh, yes. Is that where you were thinking? No. no. I was thinking, the. I, well, I could say the guy with the mullet, but that was a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of them back then. Uh, someone named their band that? But he was, Sawyer Brown. Sawyer Brown, but he, the front man, was very more. Oh, yeah. I remember his look a little bit better yes. than the I group. think he had the, he probably had the cowboy perm at some point. Think, he definitely uh, yeah. had a mullet. Yes. Yeah. That's right. not who I thought it was. You I'm going to have to look up who I thought it was. That's not who I thought it was. I, I would have lost anyway. Two more. Grace, do you have another one? Uh, have I got any right? No. Yeah, you got two. <laughs> Three two more. Right. Two out of how many? Three more. Not very good percentage. Including all 11. Well, uh, we're giving her a bonus then on the 11. She yeah. deserves it. <laughs> no, it. I don't all want right. a participation trophy. 
Do you have another one? Because well, you didn't put another mark win. on the um, page. Yeah. I know. You can't win at this point. At this point, so. D-Heck, D-Heck right now is in his living room. It's because he's still got brain cells. He's younger than I am. Well, he is, but I don't know. I mean, I... <laughs> I feel like your questions have been tougher, though. Maybe no, a little I bit. was not very good on pop culture. I think I spent all my time on the whatever Sports. sporting field it was it on. It should have been like, you know. I probably still would have failed at some of those. Break down said that. the 311. <laughs> <laughs> what is the passing Zone game defense. offense? Yes, exactly. Back in 1992. Go, Grace, okay. go. All right. What was the top grossing song of 1992? It was not Some Girls Do by (laughs) Sawyer Brown. I'll never forget that now. I'm going to say it's a Garth Brooks song. No. That's only country. Top grossing song. Oh, Whitney Houston. Which this would have been the other answer on the top grossing movie. And it's similar in that they both would have counted um, for movie, but you didn't guess it Yeah, I did not. I, I failed. Because one of them... Grossed the most during the year, and one of them came out that year, but grossed the most. You know what I mean? No. So their their money made in oh, okay. 93, 94. Okay. I think Bodyguard was the one that Kevin Cosner was in that. I do, I did see that movie. Yes, she can sing. She sang the national anthem beautifully that one year too. All right, here we go. Okay. Um, do you have another one, or do I have these last two, or do you, you have, have one? the last? Two. All right, here we go. Um, in 1992, Michael Buffer trademarked this catchphrase that you would be familiar with via boxing. Michael Buffer. Didn't watch a lot of boxing in 1992. Yeah, no, we went with one of the sports that's more out there (laughs) on the edge with uh, Um, golf, I guess. (laughs) No no participation trophies in boxing. No, No, you either knock somebody out or there's a winner and and a loser. Unless it's a tie. What, yeah. I think once you hear this, you're going to kick yourself. Because it's it's um, crossed over into pop culture. If you owned Jock Jams, the albums in the <laughs> 90s, I'm pretty sure that was at the beginning of all of them. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't I don't have, I have no clue. Let's get ready to, to rumble. rumble. Okay. Gosh. Buffer. My, Michael, Michael Buffer. Buffer. That's why, and I tried to help you with the boxing part. All right, yeah, last one. No. This would really be the bonus. I think but, I hear that at... Uh, uh, Monster trucks. Did they say that at the yes, monster trucks? Yes, I'm sure. He's done it in movies. He's done it. Uh, he did it at the last fight we watched when it was just that gimmicky uh, Mike, Tyson Mike Tyson versus yes. Roy Jones Jr., wasn't it? Or did whatever. you pay for that? We did. <laughs> we, we did. Yeah. Mainly because Grace wanted to watch uh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul fight. before that. Oh, I forgot who he was fighting. Yeah, and Isn't I mean, this Iron is Mike he a YouTube Tyson. guy? Jake yeah. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the main draw was Tyson, though. But okay. then that thing was kind of ridiculous. All right, last question. In At the uh, 1992 Super Bowl, Nike had a commercial that had Michael Jordan playing one-on-one against... Can you name who he was playing? I should just let Kenny G kind of go <laughs> while she's thinking here. Um, was it Larry Bird? It was not Larry Bird. There is a commercial with he and Larry it Bird. It is. Th- I'll give you a hint. This is kind is it of his a younger self? tricky question. Mm. It's a tricky question. Because I wanted to take a guess if, if we, she got it wrong before you said it. Because I don't not, know what the answer is. Oh, you is. don't? Okay, okay, what's your guess, Grace? 
Um, I was going to say like one of those cartoon characters. Bugs Bunny. Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny is right. Yes. From Space Jam. Good yeah. call. And, and I didn't know this, but they had so much success. So Space Jam obviously came out a couple years later. Okay. And that all was driven from, from that, that commercial. one commercial and how much people loved it. If I had Jordan watched the Michael Jordan Bunny. documentary like you told yes. me I needed to, I yes. might have been able Come to answer on, that question. It's only 10 hours of your life. I, I, I was af- afraid that I would think less of him or not nah. be as big of a fan had I watched it. But yeah. you told me I need to watch it, so you I need won't. to watch it. Yeah, you won't. Because he had control over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they didn't get into all the super bad stuff. If there was super bad stuff. So let's see. If By my tally... <laughs> I got two right. You got two. So you <laughs> no, scored a 20 on your no, 1992 trivia. I have trivia. never made a 20 in my life. So for reference... <laughs> and I lived that life. And I, and I guess we'll have to check this. I know I've got this written down, but let's see. One, two. Oh, yeah. D-Hat got seven. Oh, yeah. So he blew D-Hat me out of the water. He got to the, belt. the gold medal. Yes. You have silver, though. No. Yeah, you have silver for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah. For, for day two. In a few yeah, weeks, someone's going to come more. take it from you. Pretty sure it won't take long. And we've got, we've got more guests lined up, two of which are in the same graduated with me. And so that'll be a lot of fun. It'll be similar to this and that. I mean, a lot of this stuff, and maybe that's bad though for you. And that I felt like, oh, I know this. You know, <laughs> I know this. Well, I, I, I'm not. I was like I say, I was not big up on the pop culture. Yeah. Probably, I, I, I mean, even though I lived it, I don't know that I watched a lot of. I watched a little bit of TV, but. Well, that was one thing we didn't get into. That was one of D Hex was what were the top TV shows, and he got them. I think he got mm-hmm. them all, didn't he? I mean, he just started yeah. spouting them out. Yeah. And he was the same way. Their family didn't watch TV, yeah. but he was like, I feel like everyone was into American Idol. And I, well, because I, I went Cosby back and show. Because, <laughs> because I went back and tried to listen to that before we started, before and I was he really interrupted you. Yeah. me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Dad. No, it was because his mom always wanted to watch all those shows and he was never he, liked them. He wanted to play in the yard. Mm hmm. But it ended up coming in handy because now he has the gold medal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He didn't know it at the time. He didn't know shows. he was competing against somebody yes. that didn't really remember 1992. And being that he graduated in 07, he might be a good one to see, like, did he experience a participation trophy? Yes. Because that would have yeah. put him in middle school around 2000. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was probably closer to Grace's. I don't know, but there's such a big years. jump between. Uh, it might have been. I mean, that's the first experience I can remember because yeah. I didn't live it. But the yeah. next experience I had with my child. So, and not, sure, I wonder if it was in between. And for another podcast, not ours, but it's like, what caused that? You know, like the psychological. Yeah. Where did the parenting become? My kids got to get something. You I know, don't know. He, he yeah, stood there weird. and picked daisies. Yeah, like the dirt. You know? yes. I'm glad you said pick daisies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would that be, is it millennial parents? The way I've seen them like depicted, no. I feel like it would be that. Well, it's me. Just the people with it's, the... If we're going to say it started millennial. with you, it's the Gen X parents then, right? Is that what we, we are? I think we are Gen X. Yeah. and No, so, no. Are we? I don't know. I don't know. We're not. Again, we're... <laughs> Maybe we are. We always keep saying we're a generational remember... podcast. Why don't we know the generational Yeah, titles? why don't we know Somebody the generations? Maybe it is Gen X because I didn't think it was, and then I was wrong. But it goes I don't know. way back because I guarantee you it's a What's string right before of Gen X, baby all boomers? the way back to the Depression. You know, so yes. it's like yeah. their parents were this way that caused them to be this, and then you go all the way to the baby oh. boomers whose parents weren't yeah. around, spawned cats in the cradle, and all it was, that. Um, on Fuller House, it was um, 
Uncle Jesse, and he was like, he because they had adopted a kid, so he was like a new parent now to like this little girl, and he went to some park, and he ran into this like man bun dad. Yeah. Who was very yes. more modern um, and wanted yeah, the participation. He wanted trophy. the participation that, yeah. trophy. His kid was like gluten free. <laughs> yeah. All of these weird restrictions. Uh, <laughs> all that started there. at the same time. I don't mm. think it was the millennials, though. I think it was probably or whatever. And we we might be closer to that than we think. Maybe I don't we know. Are. Um, I don't know. We'll look that up for a future podcast. <laughs> Y'all let me know so I can so I can answer the trivia but, correctly next time. Yes. And you and you maybe you'll get another crack at it, but I would say in the next Three weeks, you're no longer going to have a silver medal, probably. No, no, because we've got uh, yeah. several guests. We might as well on. go ahead and put me to not getting a trophy at all because I don't want the participation know. trophy. You I never want know. first, second, really first, sec, first, or I don't see. I'm already That's done. It. That's <laughs> it. First or nothing. You're not first. You're last. That's right. <clears throat> oh well, this was a lot of fun, Casey. It was Thanks fun. For, Thanks uh, for having me. Joining us. I know great. we. Um, didn't really. Uh, I know we've been. We, one funny thing because you didn't hear this on a recent podcast, but you, we were looking back through some old notes, and so Grace and I will meet like once every week or a couple weeks or whatever, and kind of go over like who are we going to talk to next. And we went all the way. So this is episode forty three. Yes. You heard her say. Yes. You were originally penciled in as episode sixteen, <laughs> the very first time we That's talked to you we, about it. Yeah. We had yeah. to confirm. I, I think I didn't act excited enough. Whenever well, you, <laughs> you were a little worried we, acting, but I were, didn't. I didn't care. It just kind of became like, well, you know, yeah, right, maybe we'll she doesn't get her want one to. Of these days. Maybe she doesn't want to. Uh, I don't think I have a lot of good stuff to say. Well, and then my good buddy Bart, that lives out in North Carolina, he texted about three. It was right after we had texted and said, "Hey, it's happening." But he sent me a text that, "Hey, I've been listening. I want to join you guys for one. Awesome. I want to talk about youth sports." And I was like, what? He was like, just like how it's changed and all this stuff. I was like, that one's taken. Pick something else. <laughs> so he, he's going to do it he's at, the col- he's at the collegiate level, right? Doesn't he do something in college? He did. Uh, he's still, so he works for Duke. Uh, but now he is, I believe, it's like he works in fundraising for okay. the Cancer Research Center there at Duke. Okay. But he was at one point in the athletic department yeah. at Duke as well, so. He's been around, but I kind of told him, and I told him we'll still be able to touch oh, yeah. on it because he'll have a lot mm-hmm. of that. Yes. You know, he was a very similar uh, to you in that he played everything, and he's very one of the m- most competitive people I know. And I'd say both of you are up on that list for sure in terms of just like, you know, and his, though, I experienced firsthand a lot. <laughs> where a lot of times I thought, like, after we played basketball for two hours, we'd break into the church gym. So we could play basketball. Play. I like it. And then at the end of that two hours, I would be questioning, like, are we still, still friends? friends? <laughs> are we still friends right now? Oh because I would kind of get that way too, but uh, I don't know. All in fun. Yes. All in fun. Well, thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks for having um, me. This was great. We will be sure to uh, have you on again sometime in the future. Find another topic that you'd love to talk about. Not trivia. Yeah, not <laughs> trivia. Maybe give you a chance to defend your second place no. throne there. Uh, but it was a lot of good good stuff today. So be sure, uh, everyone listening, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram. We are at Gen Divide Podcast. You can email us, uh, Gen Divide Podcast at gmail.com with any thoughts mm-hmm. or if you want to join us for an episode. Um, but I guess until next time, Casey, thanks again. Thank you. And this is Scott signing off. This is Grace signing off.